This is Luke Kinetic, and you're in the arena with leaders and citizens who take character-based action. In the Arena is a proud member of the Democracy Group Podcast Network. For more information, visit democracygroup.org. Well, I'm, I'm honored uh, to be in the arena with uh, with Bruce Bond. He's with the Common Ground Committee, and we're going to go into a lot more uh, detail on that and his background. But uh, but first things first, Bruce, thank you for joining us, and, and how are you doing? And I think it'll be obvious to folks, but uh, we're kind of taping this where there's shifting ground caused by a pandemic. You bet. Uh, and first of all, let me just say how much I appreciate your inviting me to the program. And uh, to answer your question, uh, where, where I live in Westchester County, uh, New York, uh, it's been a tough time. Um, I'm grateful to say that my family and, and you know, close friends that are here, uh, we seem to be doing uh, well through the, through, the, uh, through the situation. But, you know, our, our prayers and thoughts are with the folks that are, are uh, going through the, this, and it's tough for them. Um, and so... Uh, Overall, personally good, but we have some work to do here. Mm, that's that's uh, that's absolutely correct. I think we all feel that. Um, can we find common ground anytime, uh, much less uh, during a, a pandemic? Um, inspire me, because I, I, I'm an optimist. And uh, what does common ground look like uh, during times like these? Well, I'm like you. I'm an optimist as well. Uh, and uh, I would say common ground now uh, looks like people sort of getting out of the political mode and recognizing that there are friends and neighbors and strangers uh, that need help with things. And we're seeing every day stories of people doing just tremendous things to help their fellow man. And uh, I think this is a time where people are recognizing that there are, uh, this, this condition has created a situation where we absolutely have a lot more in common then we have uh, differences. And uh, so I think we're seeing uh, the greatness of America come out uh, at this point. And sometimes it shows itself at our, uh, at our uh, uh, government, uh, within our government as well. We've, we saw you know, the first CARES package ultimately passed, I think, 96 to zero, right. uh, which you know, I'm sure it's happened, but not in something big recently in the last 10 years uh, that I can remember. Uh, another indication there, and also a lot of there's a lot of sniping still going on between the president and the governors, and that kind of thing is going on. But overall, uh, you can certainly point to a lot of situations. An example is Governor of California and, and uh, you know the president have actually worked pretty well together uh, to uh, move forward with this uh, on this particular uh, problem that we're all facing. So. I think we're seeing that people are, are, are getting the point that we really need to work together to get through this. And I find that very encouraging. And uh, you're not new to this idea, and, and it's not something that you've taken on uh, lightly. I mean, you had a, a long, very distinguished career in information technology, working for some of the absolute leading firms, you know, Gartner Research, Oracle, uh, and a whole different career. And a couple of years ago, you decided to get very serious about uh, bringing about uh, common ground and, and, and bringing a pretty unique perspective to it, I think. Um, I've heard you talk about it as we need more light, not so much heat. Um, um, and, 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 and to bridge the divisions that we're seeing. So, uh, you know, tell, tell us how you, you got involved with that. Yeah, so uh, to your point, I, I, I was a techie my whole uh, 
career. Uh, I started as, uh, well, we used to call it a programmer. Today we call it software developer. And uh, so I was in the, literally in the bits and bytes and then ultimately made my way up through uh, the executive ranks. And um, uh, that's where my focus was. Uh, and right around two, well, not a, right around, in 2009, uh, shortly after President Obama was elected, uh, even though I personally lean right a little uh, uh, politically, um, I recognize that uh, the president had his work cut out for him because there was a, a tremendous amount of opposition to his getting things done that was being expressed by different leaders. And uh, it, it, we had sort of seen this coming that, you know, there was, there was a lot of, uh, of uh, partisanship uh, up to that point, but it, it just struck me for whatever reason at that point in time that it really had reached a crisis proportion that you actually had people that were uh, outwardly talking about making sure that you know the president would not be successful and and uh, that just didn't work for me and uh, my co-founder and I Eric Olson who um, is uh, has been a friend since I was in sixth grade and he was in seventh um, we were uh, we were together our families were together for a vacation in 2009 and make a long story short, we were out on a walk and this whole idea of Common Ground Committee came to us because we felt something needed to be done. Uh, we recognized that uh, we were actually contributing a little bit to the problem because we loved the political debate. Um, and, and like so many others, we were not looking for solutions. We wanted to win our argument. And uh, we felt like, you know, the that's that's not going to work anymore. We've well, got to I'll, I'll, break, I'll break in there, and I'm just having a little fun here. Sometimes yeah. when, particularly in politics, somebody form a committee, that like the last thing they're looking for is, is action uh, when you look uh, behind it. But that's not really how you've approached it. You've, you've driven a lot of uh, action uh, around events and other engagements, if I have it right. Yeah, that's right. And the original idea that we had was uh, to put people of opposite sides of an issue on stage and in so many words, create an environment where what would come out would be more of a, what do we, where can we work out from? What are the points of agreement that we have that could lead to a solution? And uh, that sort of basic principle, it, 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 the, the, the way in which it manifested itself may have changed a little bit, but we really stuck with that. And we've had now, since that time, uh, and by the way, I would say at that time, he and I remained in our jobs. So Common, Common Ground Committee, as we called it, was a was an avocation, uh, and uh, it was that way really up until um, 2000, late 2017, uh, early 2018, where I became fully fully involved in it. And uh, you know, we 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 have taken some significant steps since then. But overall, we've had 11 forums, and we've had uh, some people of note on stage. So we had John Kerry and Condi Rice talking about um, American foreign policy. We had David Petraeus and Susan Rice uh, talking about the new Cold War, Michael Steele and Donna Brazile, uh, Maggie Haberman and Chris Wallace, opposite sides, if you will, from the media perspective, Barney Frank and Larry Kudlow, who is President Trump's um, uh, chief economic advisor, uh, right. and so forth. Um, now you were we, telling me about them. I'm going to pick up on that. You said yeah. they... They uh, crafted some tax policy on the on the stage. Is that right? Yeah, that was. I tell you what, it brought the house down. It was unbelievable. Uh, you know, you would think these guys would they they you know they'd all be about the fight. And in fact, we know a number of people went to that event, as they do many of our events. People go and they they want to see the food fight, and that's not what happened. 
in this event. Uh, and these two guys on stage, high level, you know, because it was only 90 minutes, right? But high level, they cut a tax deal uh, where, you know, they, in so many words, they, they'd each get what they felt was most important. And they said, yeah, we could do this. And they felt they were very explicit about it. They thought that a deal could be cut in Congress. What was sort of emphasized the remarkable element of that was that that was in July of 2016, which was at, you know, the, the, uh, the 2016 election was heating up. And uh, so you would think that would be a time where they'd sort of, you know, get, get serious about their own sides and promote their own case. But that's not what happened. They worked together and it was a, I'm biased, I have to admit, but I thought it was a thing of beauty. It was unbelievable. And How do you, so you, house down. so you've seen it through your events, if I have it right, you know, hundreds of points of consensus reached, which I have to admit, I watch uh, cable TV and other places, and I don't see so many points of consensus being reached uh, uh, there. At the McCain Institute, we have some programming where I like to think we do drive points of consensus. What's, what's kind of the secret sauce? How does it happen? Is it just simply people talking and, and, and listening, or is it conditions that you set? Is there anything that you draw on from your IT background and data and programming that, that helps? I mean, what, how do you reach consensus? Yeah, so first of all, it starts with who we are. I mean, we're a, we're a nonpartisan nonprofit. Uh, we, do, we do not take political positions. So our whole ethos is let's get the discussion going and let's try to find solutions. We do not have a, a, a preconceived outcome about how that would look. So we sort of start with that and then- But how our, do you get them to agree? How did you get, uh, I'll back you up here, but how yeah. did you get Larry Kudlow and Bernie Franks to agree to even come together? You knew them or somebody else knew them or they liked yes. what you had on offer or? Yes, we, 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 we have been very blessed in that we have been fortunate to know people who know people, if you will. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's kind of how it started. Uh, and, uh, you know, they were- they were willing. Uh, I, I don't know what else to, to, to say, uh, but they both were, were willing to do it. Uh, and, um, you know, we were grateful to get them both. And yeah, so, but what happens is we create a, uh, uh, we create what I, I like to call, we create the Petri dish in which the good stuff can grow. And it has to do with the way we structure the program. There's nothing, you know, there's no sort of, uh, contrived element to it where we make sure and we brief them up front and say, you know, you guys, this is exactly what you need to say. And I, not even close. We basically understand, make sure we totally understand the issue. And we put the, the questions out there that give them room to explore, uh, to find uh, where they agree. And, and they generally, they get the spirit of what the event is about um, so that it's different. And I, I will tell you in the case of, of Frank and Kudlow, before the event, uh, I got a call from Congressman Frank, and he basically said, you know, amongst other things that we were working on to get the thing ready, logistics and so forth, he said, look, I just want to let you know, I'm not a common grounder. I don't, I don't believe in common ground. I believe in the debate, and, you know, we'll, let the, we'll debate, we'll let the audience decide. And my comment was, okay, I respect that, but I just want to make sure that this is going to be a civil conversation. He said, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we get along fine. It's going to be real. That part will be no problem. Well, they agreed on over 25 points on stage. Wow. And so and I, yeah, I guess I have to be the, the, a little careful injecting uh, uh, John McCain, but, you know, I think from everything I, I know, he, he liked a, a good fight and, and he also liked finding common ground. You would have uh, you know, these, you know, 
quite famous accounts, I believe, of him and uh, Ted Kennedy kind of going at it. And then at the end of the day, uh, being able to go to dinner, have a drink together or, or whatever else. Um, you're busy helping people be common grounders right now. And I guess that's taken a little bit of a different uh, look uh, given this pandemic. But can you and, and I know you're I've been surprised just how busy I've been. I talked into you yesterday in preparation for this and you have back to back to back engagements. Uh, can give us a flavor of that and what it means to be a common grounder right now. So there's sort of two, two answers to that question. So the, the nature of the work, you're right. Right now, you know, we've, we have focused on events up to this point, and let's just say events aren't in vogue right now. <laughs> so uh, we're working on uh, some other elements. We're, we're uh, putting together a podcast series that we're going to uh, hopefully release here shortly. We're going to be, we're working on uh, this program that ultimately is about helping people become what we call common grounders. And uh, if you go out to our website at www.commongroundcommittee.org, you know, one of the first things you can do is download the 10 attributes of a common grounder. And these are things that uh, are thought provoking that help you understand how you can engage in your own conversations at a higher level to get to a, a better place than just have the argument and, you know, demonized and, and uh, uh, you know, get into a spat and so forth. Uh, much more productive way if, if you're inclined to do so. And uh, so those kinds of things uh, are the, you know, high level, that's the kind of thing we're working on. We had been working on those things as, a, as in so many words, a way to get from event A to event B, because, you know, you have this big high after the event, we get a lot of, of interest. Uh, and, uh, you know, the key is how do you keep that going? Because each event takes time to put together. Right. So that's where it came from. And so now we've, we've elevated some of these things to the front burner. Um, so, you know, so that's the work we're working on, but part of that is becoming a common grounder and some of the, uh, you know, the 10 attributes in there, just a couple of them. One of them is, you know, listen first to learn perspectives and experiences, which really gets to the point of understanding of the person as a human being who has a set of experiences that have led them to the, the opinions that they have. And when you understand that, you have much more empathy and understanding for uh, why they may feel the way they do. And it's a lot harder to demonize them. And then of course, you know, it's, it's things like uh, understanding motives and intentions as opposed to assuming that there's something um, nefarious about, you know, the other side, so to speak. So, um, and we, like I said, we have 10 of them, but those are two things to, that uh, we talk about. So uh... You know, sharing my thoughts here. I mean, I, I I'm going to I need to go look at those more closely, and it sounds like really uh, good advice and applicable to to anybody. But I think what's on my mind a little bit is, you know, what does common ground mean to the the common uh, man right now? You think or woman? Um, you know, we're able to work uh, uh, virtually, and I think still work uh, uh, pretty hard and carry you know contribute to our missions and and carry things uh, forward. But to me, it doesn't quite compare to well, I'll just speak my wife. She just left a few minutes ago to go into the hospital. She's a she's a nurse, and I think you know uh, we should feel good about what we're doing today. But probably what she's doing <laughs> at the moment is is going to more yeah. directly uh, 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 touch touch people. So I'm putting on you putting you on the spot here a little bit. But you know what is common ground mean for the for the common man you know now or just in general yeah so first of all hats off to your wife um you know she and others like her they're really the heroes right now and i think you know it, in the context of common ground i think we can all agree on that uh mm -hmm. that these are folks yeah. that are putting their own personal 
comfort uh, and safety on the line uh, to go out and help others. And um, no better definition of a hero than those than people that do that. So hats off to her. Uh, but you know, this, to your question about how do people find common ground when you've got people like us, we're having this conversation and overall we're doing okay. And then others yeah. that really are isolated and struggling. Um, I, I would say that the nature of that divide is not uh, sort of a mental one. It's more of an external one, meaning that, you know, we've, we, there are external factors that are causing this separation. So, where the common ground can be found is in this notion of empathizing and then acting on that empathy. So you know somebody who is alone, um, you know, it might be struggling with a particular issue, the virus or otherwise, what can you do to help them? Um, I think we're seeing so many people now think that way and, uh, and take those steps to, uh, uh, to help those folks. And I think, Something that I, I, I hope for and we're going to be working for here at Common Ground Committee is to maintain that sense of how can we work with and help our fellow man through difficult challenges um, after we get through this, this uh, particular health issue. Because, you know, we had something similar to this after 9-11, where there was a sense of the country coming together and being more unified. Uh, and then in time, that kind of fell away, and we, we sort of went back to our, you know, entrenched political views, and, hmm. you know, without the common enemy, so to speak, we started shooting at each other again, and uh, verbally. And um, the key, I think, this time is to recognize that it doesn't have to be that way. And uh, we're encouraged because if you look at the study uh, by an organization called More in Common, they did a study, the electorate in October 2018, where, and I'm going to be very simplistic about this, but they identified that there was what I would call the devoted people on either side of the political spectrum that are really dug in. But that's, a, that's somewhere between 20 and 30% of the electorate. The rest are now, they identified as, they called it the exhausted majority. <laughs> Uh, and these are folks that that's a powerful are, powerful term. I think uh, you know resonates with me, and I think a lot of people. The exhausted yeah. part as well. But <laughs> I mean, how many of us there have been times where like I can't watch the television anymore? You know, yep. you just got to turn it off. I mean, so many people have felt that, and so I think the difference is that same group used to be called the silent majority. Now it's the exhausted majority, which which tells you they want change. They want things to be different, and. One of the things that is central to our work, which is about demonstrating what good looks like, when people see that, they first of all, it resonates immediately and that they, 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 they love what they're seeing. But secondly, they also recognize, you know, it just isn't that hard to do. It's not that hard to engage in that kind of conversation and dialogue and build that kind of relationship with people. It's just not that difficult. It, I, I don't wanna say it's simple, but right. it's not that hard. Everybody on their, uh, you know, at their own level can make a, uh, an effort to do that. And, it, and we're seeing it in sort of an indirect way in the way in which people now are, are helping those that need help. You, nobody's asking the question, look, before I come help you, or I just need to know if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I know that's silly, but, you know, we're seeing separation in the country, um, you know, where people choose to live a factor in that is what is the political makeup 
Um, am I going to be around people that, you know, agree with me politically? That's a pretty scary thing when you think about it, because it prevents people from seeing the other side of the issue. Oh, I, I, I agree. And in my business, and of course, in yours too, I suppose, uh, uh, you look at the, the information landscape and just how fragmented uh, it is. And, and we need things that uh, drive commitment uh, to finding common ground and call people out in the right way uh, when, when, when they're not uh, doing that. So changing gears just a little bit yeah. here, Princeton grad, and, and I'm not going to ask you if Princeton's thinking about changing their mascot from a tiger to something else after all this uh, Tiger <laughs> King business lately and yeah. then other things. Um, but you were, uh, you were a trackster and uh, if I got it right, you know, ran long distance and, and held records, maybe still hold um, records there. Uh, talk about that part of your life a little bit and how it's inspired your, your, your kind of character driven action and leadership. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so the, the facts are, yes, I, I did hold the university record for 5,000 meters, but only for a year, it was broken. Uh, <laughs> but you know, records I'm are meant for that opportunity. <laughs> still run today. Uh, and I will say my athletic career definitely taught me about teamwork and about the importance of, of uh, working with others, even in a sport like track and cross country where, you know, there's so much focus on the individual. It's, it really is all about the team and how you can help the team. And uh, um, that is, I think, the situation here uh, as well. But I think some of the things that uh, helped me um, you know, even consider going to a place like Princeton was uh, uh, my family gr growing up with uh, with my dad, who was uh, and my mom. But my dad was uh, he was the uh, uh, CFO of uh, the uh, second larger largest producer of DDT in the world, and oh. I I got the environmental bug at one point, and we had a we would go back and forth on things, and um, he taught me the value of understanding the facts, what was really going on, and uh, how to make that make your case in a way that it wasn't win-lose, but how do you actually make progress on whatever the issue is. And, and uh, that was a really valuable lesson that I got from him. And, uh, and I think that has ultimately manifested itself in what I'm doing today. Well, we hope you'll let us keep up with you. We're, you know, feel teamed up with you uh, already, given uh, what you're doing and, and some of our uh, programs uh, tied to, to, to human rights and dignity and 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 much more. And and gosh, you know, we know we're in this uh, uh, together and in whatever's on the other side of this uh, uh, together as well. And, and common ground sure sounds like the, the place uh, and, and, and the way to get to where you want to get. Uh, you, 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 you're, you're bridging a lot with this. Uh, hope you, you uh, keep it up and we sure appreciate you uh, being in the arena. Yeah, th thanks very much, Luke. Just a couple things that, you know, again, for everybody's benefit, it's Common Ground Committee, and the website is www.commongroundcommittee.org. And I'd also just like to point out that we actually did invite Senator McCain to participate in one of our events, but just the timing was such that he wasn't available to, to do, uh, there were actually a couple, uh, but we did get a nice uh, uh, response from his team. Uh, appreciative of the work that we were doing. So well, maybe we can find you another McCain or we have a new executive director coming in soon as well. So uh, probably already will be here by the time this comes out. So um, Bruce, really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Luke. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. This podcast is produced by Patrick McCann and Justin Kessler. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, tell your friends or leave a review.